Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. What's up, my friends? We are starting another great episode of North County Now. Yeah, yeah. We are. We have a lot of sports to talk about, which is super exciting. This is, as a, a sports fan, one of the coolest weeks. Um, <laughs> it is. Just because, I mean, first of all, March Madness is always fun. I watch like 15 basketball game, college basketball games a season. Pretty much all in March. All on Thursday and Friday this week. <laughs> That's right. So uh, we're going to get into some March Madness. Uh, definitely check out our uh, link that we posted on Instagram. We have a bracket again this season. Going to have prizes for the top three finishers. And Chris added the last place team as well yep. this season. So got to get um, everybody involved. Nobody's ever out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not bad. If you if you get a prize for being last, you know, maybe pick all, you know, 16 seeds. Yeah, I guess you what... could. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't a good thing. But, but the, the the first place prize is going to be much better. So go for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's worth – definitely check that out on our Instagrams. Uh, I guess I should say who we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm Cassidy Lewis. You can find me at Cassidy Lewis RE. I posted it today, which is recording on Tuesday, the 15th of March. But we I'll post it again tomorrow as well. So it will be nice and fresh so everybody can – Join in on the fun because yep. it'll be we'll, the best. We'll post it one more tomorrow. So it'll be the same post 24 hours from now. So they'll have about two and a half hours from when we post the podcast to get on there and nice. get it before the, the link <laughs> is gone. But we'll post it again tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I am at I am Chris Erickson over on Instagram. Come say what's up over there. Um, and it's welcome to Wednesday tomorrow too. So you'll see it on – on uh, you'll see the link over there. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we got some good some good sports stories. We Maybe got some good the beers. My beer of the week's not too strong this week, but um, we got some somewhat decent beer stories. Nice. We're gonna get into the best cocktail bars in North County. Okay. Um, a few like an event coming. Something else is going into the lumberyard. A little one of our taste of certain cities coming up in April. Mm-hmm. We got, oh, next, I'm not sure when the episode will actually drop, but we're recording this Friday as well, so stay tuned for that. We're hitting up Travis from BTR. We're going to do a live pod down at Brewer's Tap Room on this Friday. So um, he said, he mentioned in the email, he's got some hot taps coming up, so ooh, be ready. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's good. I like it. So yeah, he's. Uh, if you guys haven't been to Brewer's Tap Room, go hit that up too. But yeah, we'll have an episode dropping on that pretty soon um this episode number 150 north county now unofficially sponsored by the beach life group uh that's our crew yep yeah we are podcasters slash youtubers slash (laughs) real estate agents so uh if you are mostly if you're thinking about selling your house definitely get in touch with us yeah yeah (laughs) even though this podcast sponsors most of our life we do still have to sell houses to stay afloat so (laughs) But yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, make sure to subscribe. New video or new videos, new episodes dropping every single week. 
like I said, we're, we have some new, new guests coming up and all kinds of fun. So, um, Oh, in our beer corner too, the best 20 beers over the past 20 years from a certain brewery. Nice. So stay tuned and a little SDSU talk. I got a good story on them from obviously March madness, but nice. All right. But yeah, go follow us on Instagram. So you get in the pool. It's going to be fun. It's always a good time. I haven't signed up for any pools yet. And usually I do it. It'd be tomorrow. I mean, I will sign up probably Thursday morning, but uh, usually <laughs> before start- 10 a.m. What is it before? No, it's got to be before like 8 a.m. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Usually don't start promoting it till about Wednesday night. So we're, <laughs> we're ahead of the game right now. <laughs> How was the weekend, sir? It was good. We had a fun weekend celebrating. Cam's birthday was on Thursday. Uh, we went up to Disneyland again for a special event, which was um, it's pretty cool. It was a little more crowded than we thought it would be. Um, especially for kind of an evening event, but, uh, is, are they usually open? Like when do they usually close? So usually California adventure usually closes at 10 cause that's where it was. Um, but this event started at eight and went till midnight. Okay. Uh, we made it till around 11, 15. So wow, not bad, not too bad after a full day of school and work for, yeah. for us. And Good work. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. The boys got some pictures with, um, some villains, um, some that, most people won't know, but dude from Meet the Robinsons, the bad guy from that, which is the <laughs> bowler know. hat. Yeah, I know. See exactly the bowler <laughs> hat guy. Um, surprised my brother actually knew. Um, I just that movie came out when we were probably probably twelve or thirteen, so maybe not like in the prime Disney age. I don't even think I've ever seen that movie. It's it's a good one. Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, Robinsons. I Robinsons. Think. Robinsons. I think okay. it's Robinsons. Okay, um, but it's a it's a good one. Definitely worth checking out. Um, well, time travel. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I'll have to look it up. But so, and then some other kind of obscure bad guys, and um, there were cool little special treats and cocktails, and um, yeah, it was it was a good it was a good time. Um, and then hit the park again the next day. Um, so exhausted going into the weekend. We had some baseball. We had Cam's birthday party at Sky Zone in Carlsbad. Yeah, you said it was it was nice and uh, it was packed. packed. <laughs> <laughs> it was packed. It was like birthday party after birthday party after birthday party. Yeah, um, but it was fun and he had a blast. Um, and it's talk about like stress free, easy. Um, well, stress free. There's a million kids around, so it's not that stress free. But you just don't have to do that much for birth- birthday parties there. So um, it was a good time. Yeah, let them let them roam. They can't. Get in too much trouble. Yeah, exactly. They're stuck. Yeah, they're stuck. Yeah. So even like the little ones, like Braden wanted me around him for like the first five minutes. And as soon as a buddy got there, he's like, okay, peace out. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) So they they leave you so quick. (laughs) I know they do. Um, But yeah, it was a good time. And uh, we had pretty much just a weekend of celebrating Cam. And we had a good weekend. It was fun. Nice. Was Sky Zone over in Carlsbad? Carlsbad. Yeah. Good. Glad to see they're still kicking because yeah the last i mean obviously they were shut down for, for a while yeah. a long time that's a huge space i don't know what the monetary uh you know cost is on that but we went there right before like february 2020 it was like right when we i went there midweek was mm-hmm. the way to do it there's mm-hmm. nobody there it's yeah. like us and one other you know one other crew mm-hmm. and uh but yeah that was like the last time since then so i'm glad they're still up and running it's a fun spot yeah they uh they're killing it now. Yeah. <laughs> They're killing the game now. <laughs> especially because Cam, Cam went. So his birthday party was Saturday afternoon. He had a buddy um, that he got invited to go back on Sunday because his friend's little brother was going to a birthday party. So Cam was like, 
the older sons plus one just to keep him busy. Um, so he went then, and then he's got another one next weekend at Sky Zone. So it's the spot. Yeah, it's the spot to be. It's like the Chuck E. Cheese from when we were kids, or Boomers when we were kids. Yeah, it's just like the local. Except you get. Oh, I guess they party. do have a little arcade there too. Yeah, it's like and it's free too. It's just Chuck E. Cool. Cheese with a lot more trampolines. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, less games, more trampolines. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't realize the video games. Maybe I do from last time, but there, there's no charge. Yeah. So like kids don't have to like come and clamor for quarters and stuff. They can mm-hmm. just play, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. It was a fun. Yeah. It was a good. It was a fun weekend. We had a good time. Good. 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 What'd yeah. you get into? Not much. It was a <laughs> mellow weekend. Um. Yeah. Just kind of exploring the town. Nice. What did we do? I think I, I think I explored around this area. <laughs> I was trying to look back at my picture. I didn't take many pictures, but. Friday, we went to, I brought my little guy. I had him in the morning. So we went to Champagne French Bakery down by mm-hmm. in Olivenhain. Mm-hmm. And a uh, cool little spot, obviously, if you want. I got the oatmeal. If you want. Oh. I was trying to make a healthy choice because the, bre- you know, a French <laughs> breakfast sandwich on a croissant. Their croissants are, are delicious. Pretty yeah. solid. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but I went with the oatmeal, which was pretty good. But I mean, it's oatmeal. So, like, <laughs> I, you know, much, much rather would have like an egg and bacon sandwich, nonetheless. Yep. Um, and then that spot in there. What was it? You probably know what it was like a while back. You know that corner spot that was the Mexican Mexican um, joint for a little bit. Yeah, wasn't it like a pie place? Or a pie place? No. What no. was it right before that? It's right right behind Meritage and and all that kind of stuff. Is it where we had like that? Yeah, Seacoast party. Yeah, but what? Oh, I don't remember what it was before that. I don't either. <laughs> but anyways, it's vacant again. But I was thinking, oh, yeah, the the Mexican place went out. Um, which whatever we went there once on a date and I was kind of bummed because not bummed, but I had a bad taste in my mouth. We ordered margaritas and it was only us at the bar cause it was kind of early date mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we did kind of like a, a bar crawl around that little area. We went there, <laughs> we went to Meritage, had a glass of wine. Then we had dinner at, uh, Frenzy. Frenzy. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is where we first met. Yeah. It's interesting. Yep. Anyways. That's the best place in that whole center, though. Yeah, and, and that's and been there forever. Yeah, it stands the test. This is right time. over in Olivenhain, right off uh, Encinitas and kind of Manchester, Rancho Santa Fe, like four roads intersect right mm-hmm. there. Even though they're they did a good roads. job surviving the pandemic too, because I think they just let people yeah, <laughs> come on. <in. laughs> uh, allegedly, 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 because <laughs> we picked up food there a couple times, and I'm like, oh, this dining room's got people in it. Yeah, so whatever the the Mexican spot was, it's it's a big like there's another spot around town. But anyways, ordered some margaritas, and they were you know whatever not normal margaritas, but we didn't order anything fancy. Just mm-hmm. like hey, margarita, you know, house margarita, or mm-hmm. maybe we did get a little fancy. But then right next to us was a sign that said happy hour, and I saw the guy, the bartender, came over and grabbed it and like took it away, so we didn't see it after we already ordered. Ooh. He could have given us happy hour margaritas. It was like, you know. Five bucks off, or maybe even a five dollar margarita. I was like, wait, why didn't you just mention that when we were right here? So, I fired the spot. Anyways, it's not here anymore. But I was looking <laughs> H- at hence it. Hence the reason it's not here anymore. Yeah, any of my any of our our beer people out there, 
I think it'd be a great spot for the next version location. So <laughs> they have a patio, they have it inside, they have a bunch of taps, like they have event you can make event spaces in there. So version, mm-hmm. I was gonna I made a little uh, a little Instagram story. I never posted it though, but if you guys want to check it out, hit me up. Hello at North County CA. <laughs> it's a cool spot. And we, then we get up a version in, in Olivenhain. So we're right <laughs> on the border of Olivenhain and Sanitas area. So I like it. anyways, it was awesome. But, it, but problem is with the city allow it that's that becomes the problem well, it could be their restaurant location <laughs> they could have a bunch of taps it's true they could expand to the food business or team up with uh somebody else they teamed up with at one of their other locations um down at um in little italy good seed good, yeah good food yeah. good yeah. seed yeah, yeah. So, you guys need another space. Go check that one out. It's, I forget the name of the center, but it's right right in the only shopping center in Olivenhain. So, anyways, um, and then a double meeting at Lost Abbey. Mm-hmm. We're showing clients on Friday. Met, yep. We finished up there, had a chat, and then met some other buddies there. Uh, went with the standard, um, the uh, what's the port standard? THC? Yeah, That's THC. their standard, yeah. Always or uh, hop concept. Hop THC. concept, there yeah. you go, yeah. Yep, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and then also on Friday posted up our Cardiff vlog, which was super fun to film. Yeah, out and about, and uh, just showcasing all of Cardiff. It was fun to make. I think it's one of my better edited ones. So mm-hmm. you yeah, guys great. go check it out on the YouTube channel. You can see me skateboarding for the first time. And <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I said ten years in the video, but I think it's probably more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been a while, but yeah. it's like riding a bike. It is, except for the balance part. The balance, you know, it just takes a little bit of getting used to the pedaling and balance yeah yeah the, the kick push the is kick a little push. tough are you you i noticed you're a, a back foot so you i am back foot you're you, you're front foot pusher front foot pusher am i back i don't know yeah i don't know i i, I always grew up you know so riding standard stance my right mm-hmm. foot's my back foot pushing with my left foot and you know that your other foot's like towards the back of your board mm-hmm. and then I don't know if I saw skate videos or saw somebody else doing it, but where you have your front foot on there, so your left foot, mm-hmm. if you're riding standard, and you're kicking with your right foot. So then it's you're a little more front heavy. Mm-hmm. And I felt a lot more stable that way, except on the longboard. I do kick with the back foot because the wheels are too wide to kick with your front and run over your foot. See, I've always been longboard anyway. Yeah. Like I, even as a kid, I had a, I had just kind of standard. Uh, what's like not like the regular skateboards now like where it's got the tails on both sides but yeah. the original the bart simpson one yeah like it one. was a bart it literally was a bart simpson board <laughs> that i had from a garage sale or something like that as a kid um i had that and a longboard but i the longboard was always the preference yeah but um i'm not about to do kick flips and I, no i just never was more, good of a, enough more of a cruiser or coordinated enough yeah i was a cruiser i also really liked like doing really dumb stuff as a kid and bombing huge hills and a living hain and yeah so i that was the the go-to and a longboard is just easier to do that with safer safer Don't yeah get too many speed wobbles yeah well, you still do but not as bad not as bad yeah, yeah. you have a little more board to to figure balance it, out. it out yeah 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 it's but it was fun it was fun getting up there and now it's been in the, you know now i have it kind of visible in the garage and so the boys are getting a kick out of checking it out and Jumping on it, and yeah, we cruised. We were cru- we were skating over on the coastal rail trail, over in Cardiff. So if you guys get out there, it's awesome. It's like a probably a few miles, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, worth a worth a road. Yeah, and it's not flat, but the hills aren't too bad. 
still probably slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. but going from like Swami's down to Cardiff Town Center, mm-hmm. you could pretty much just just cruise, cruise that whole way. Yeah. Kept slow. Only eight bit. miles, eight miles per hour. <laughs> oh yeah, to the sign. Yeah, except for the electric bikes that were going like ninety. Yeah, <laughs> there was a dude on. The, uh, we went to a little park the other day. There was a dude on an electric skateboard going insanely fast. He was going insanely fast uphill. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then like ten minutes later, he was going insanely fast downhill, and I was just going. Stuff, Somebody but, like pulled out or a dog oh, jumped over. Yeah, I was but, just thinking. There's no like, there's no escape plan. You're you're definitely <laughs> your ground kiss, meat in that road. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know. He was, I was kind of scared for him, but <laughs> it looked like he had done it before. But I'm, maybe the because it was a smaller. It wasn't like a longboard electric skateboard. It was you know kind of like a not super short, but kind of in between. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's all right, though. <laughs> I didn't see him. We'll just her. assume. We'll just yeah. assume. Yeah. Oh, at Lost Abbey, too, there was another food truck, but I forget the name of it. But Which day were you there? Uh, Friday. Uh, Something the Dripping Kitchen. kitchen. Dripping Kitchen. Have yeah. you had anything besides the burgers? Are you? Oh, I haven't had, the, had the burgers yet. I Have keep, you had anything else there? Uh, no, but the Dripping Kitchen is one that I keep wanting to get to. Okay. Um, the, I have had stuff there, but it's been a while, so like, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, the pizza place... Um, that's there, I think, Wednesdays and Thursdays, Cal Fascia or Cal something or other. Something like that. Cal Fatty. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, not sure. Um, is like, you have to book it in advance. Like it fills up, um, to order, buy? to order pizza. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like people go and order or order, I think you can order online. Um, but then you can go pick it up later. But if you go and just grab a beer and you're hoping to get a pizza okay it's gotcha. like an hour and a half so late. so you sanolations are are using it as like a your food truck right like you're like eh, i mean you people get aren't even beer, getting beer some people are yeah. not getting beer they're right. just going some to get people it. are just going yeah i haven't tried it yet but it's supposed to be phenomenal um we'll give it give them a proper shout out yeah What's I'll, the name I'll, of find, it? I'll find it okay I'll find it. um but then the other one yeah the dripping kitchen is more more like uh, grilled cheese sandwiches mm-hmm. like gourmet grilled cheese um, and it looks really, really good. And we just haven't pulled the trigger yet. But yeah. um, going on the Lost Abbey. Because the Lost Abbey has done a good job of having the same crew. It's called Cal, Cal Italia Pizza. Cal Italia. I wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said Cal. On, yeah. On Wednesdays and Thursdays, Dripping Kitchen Friday. And then Saturdays is usually um, the Copper Kings burgers. Yes. Copper Kings. Um, and then thumbs up barbecue on Sunday. So that's the kind of the standard um, lineup. And it's great. Sunday barbecue? Sunday's barbecue. Thumbs up barbecue. Mm, sounds interesting. Yeah. Get um, out there. Yeah. So definitely check out the Cal Italia. And they all have – it's at Cal Italia Pizza Co. on Instagram. Nice. Um, so give them a follow. And I would assume it has their link or something like that to be able to order. Mm. But – um, it's like they tow behind them a brick fire oven, so it's pretty. Oh, it's pretty okay. cool. I have seen it parked out there. Though. Yep, yep. It's a a staple. And they only have they have limit. Well, they have limited space because you can only put so much into that into oven. oven at yeah. a time. So yeah. So then they. I mean, I think they probably sell out their whatever their just time frame. Yeah. Every, every Wednesday and Thursday, like it's packed, which is good for Lost Abbey as long as some of those people are getting beer. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, Lost Abbey's doing. That's like a great little. As far as stuff that's been in that building, oh, it's the best ever. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like they're actually, you know, 
continuing five years later or whatever. And yeah, well, especially opening like right before. I think they're only like three years. Later. Is it? Because I think it was like right before the pandemic, okay. maybe like late tw- or twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, we definitely did enough supporting during the pandemic to yeah <laughs> help them stay alive. Definitely yeah, allowed to go beer. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a. Uh, Dripping Kitchen is definitely one that, that I want to try out. Yeah. And they go to Burgeon also. Oh, nice. So I've seen them there. Dripping? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Copper Kings, we were supposed to, Chelsea and I went to Burgeon sometime last year, and we were supposed to, we went specifically get to get Copper Kings, and it was drizzling, so they didn't get out. Because oh. <laughs> they don't have a food truck. It's like a... You got a tarp. They have... I know, right? Come on. <laughs> just cover up. Um, but... I guess they have a lot of gear, so they uh, they decided not to go for it. Yeah, but yeah, they're good too. I, I've had them once or twice. Yeah, it's a good lineup. A go-to. All right, how about sports? Baseball is back. Baseball the most important is sport, <laughs> and they're going to get 162 games in. Yeah, we'll start a week late, but get 162 games in. Yeah, which is rad. Um, not sure who won, owners or players. I imagine both I mean, of them both, compromised right? a, a little. Win-win, yeah. yeah. I think you got to go. They're playing baseball. Yeah. So, well, Especially because it's such a – I mean, it's – we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just chatting. But it's such a dumb thing for – especially baseball. Mm-hmm. If the NFL had a black or a lockout or uh, strike or whatever, nobody – would fault them and they'd be right back at it watching football that, you know, as soon as they came back. Yeah. Baseball is just not like that. There's not enough people that are that diehard to not have it be a negative thing for the league. Yeah. And I don't pay a t- like super close attention to it, but it feels like it's like every year. I know it's not, but it feels <laughs> like every year they're, they're in negotiations with, you know, they probably have whatever, three or five years or whatever it is. But Yeah. I don't know what the term of the, let's hope it's like 10. So we don't have to deal with this for a while. Yeah. But yeah, it does seem like it's more often than any other sport. Um, and, but I'm just, it's, I'm just glad to have it back. It, it sucks that it's pushed back a week because it means the giants Padres opening day, isn't happening that opening weekend. So they're just, they're, you said they're I playing 162. Yeah, just but not... they're going to put the, I think they're going to put the games that they skipped at the end. When would it actually, when does the actual go time then? So April, uh, I think 8th or something like that. They could have got uh, that so, first weekend. Well, still. they had like some rule on how many date, how many spring training days that they needed mm-hmm. to get ready without risk of injury and all that. So yeah. I think that was their, their, um, just their timeline. That was part so, of their bargaining. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, MLB opening day, April 7th. Mm-hmm. Spring training will begin on March 17th. Two days from now. They just okay. got to camp yesterday. Okay. So, or Sunday. Yeah. In Padre news, Fernando Tatis <laughs> is out for three months. So with a, a fractured wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bummer. Yeah. Apparently had, has had it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't think he just like was skating or something and then fell, but yeah, I don't think they're supposed to do. I mean, I just, I don't think they're supposed to do stuff like that. Yeah. It would be. So yeah, that's the thing. Like as a professional athlete, there's gotta be stuff in your contract, like can and can't do like skiing, mm-hmm. snowboarding. Yeah. I don't know. Surfing I, seems pretty, you know, not injury prone. 
Yeah. Even though, I mean, you, you get could. stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, there's definitely surf injuries. So I, I worked with um, Cole Hamels, the pitcher for the a lot of teams, but Phillies for a long time. Yep. Um, I worked with his sister, and she had her family, since he was the oldest, and they were a baseball family forever, had never skied before. But think about it. He probably got a professional contract mm-hmm. early, probably when he was like 18 or 19. And skiing and snowboarding is definitely on that list of things they're not allowed Scratch to do. Scratch it. Yeah. I mean, because it uh, probably just because you're, it's a sport where you can really injure yourself. Yeah. And it's not that hard to really injure yourself. Yeah. It'd be interesting to like look up if there's like a standard or if it's just per contract. Like, yeah. It's like the, you know, little the lower tier they're mm-hmm. like yeah go do whatever you want yeah but like the big boys they're like nope yeah you can play baseball uh no basketball no ping pong might be all right <laughs> uh you can play scrabble yeah somebody was there was a basketball one somewhat recently i don't remember who it was but there was somebody that like tore their, their acl playing like pickup basketball yeah that's a basketball you get you get hurt like i've never we used to play pickup games uh, when, at San Diego State, which we'll get to in a little bit. Not our pickup games, but <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> the, the real San Diego nice. State baseball game and uh, or basketball. And yeah, I remember like a lot of people. I mean, my cousin like rolled his ankle. I don't know if he ended up breaking it or just like severely sprained it. But mm-hmm. I remember that thing was was a pretty darn good injury. Yeah. Uh, Knees. Oh yeah. Yeah. Knees, ACLs, ankles, all that stuff. Yeah. Probably easy to pop. Yeah. No, basketball's a. It's definitely one. When a lot of a lot of guys like playing it too, just because it's something to do, mm-hmm. and it's relatively easy. Mm-hmm. Not easy, but relatively easy just for anybody like to pick up, mm-hmm. dribble a ball, shoot a ball. Like you know, baseball is a little bit harder. Like pick up sport, oh, yeah. uh, hockey. Obviously, you need an ice rink, <laughs> skates. Uh, yeah, football. Stick. It's like I don't know. Are we playing tag? Are we playing touch? Are we playing flag? You know. Yeah. You need a big field. Yeah. Basketball seems like the easiest pickup game, at least. Yeah, for sure. Well, and anybody, I mean, really, not well, but anybody really can play it. Like, Cam, my folks have a basketball hoop in our backyard, or in their backyard, sorry. Um, And he loves playing it, and so we got him a basketball for Christmas, and we have taken him to Alga Norte, and it comes right, like, for me... I played basketball one season, like in junior high, nice <laughs> back in the day. Uh, so, not exactly a stellar basketball player. Yeah, um, and too short and, <laughs> and slow and all those things. Um, but it comes right back as soon as you get back out there. It's, yeah, I mean it's pretty easy to make a layup. It's pretty easy to. I don't know. That's tough. I <laughs> we used to play pickup too down at a uh, PB. The basketball is right across the. The street from us, so we play pickup games every now and again. And you know those ones where you get a breakaway, and it's just an easy layup. A lot of fear goes into your your head. You're like, uh oh. And definitely have yeah, have missed a bunch of layups in my life. They're not as easy as he's making it sound. <laughs> okay, sorry, it's the easiest one for me. I think I took like I think I took like twenty shots from three, and I think I made two. Yeah. So I mean, there's your that's I'm more, the tougher shot. I'm more of a defensive kind of guy. So okay. I'll cover the ball. Yeah. 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 Just smother him. Yeah. yeah. Nice. They're like, dude, it's a pickup game. <laughs> Chill. Like, oh, but I can't uh, shoot, so I got to do something. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So baseball is a go. Yep. Um, yeah. Padres um, start on that eighth as well. I'm trying to th- figure out how much, who they play. The Giants start by playing the Marlins. 
Padres start by playing. Nope, that's the wrong one. I don't have that information in front of me. <laughs> Stay tuned. We will find that for you guys. Um, I forgot which one would be more important for our listeners. Yeah. Some of them would be, you know, but not most of them are not going to be Giants fans. I think Chelsea, we're, I think Chelsea we're is the only Giants skewed, fan. I think Giants fans to Padre fan listener-wise, I'm going to say 83% Padre fans. So <laughs> 83, yeah, that's pretty it's, good. It's scientific. <laughs> we'll take a poll after this on our Instagram story. So go, go say what's up over there. <laughs> I got you right here. It's coming up. Coming up. All right. Before it comes up, quick shout out. What's up, mom? She gave me a call. She was listening to the podcast the other day. So she says she sits there and all the stuff we say wrong. She's like talking to us on the radio or, you know, when she's driving around in the car. So we're wrong sometimes. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, this is a very, very well researched podcast. So, <laughs> well, I was already wrong. The Padres start on April 7th. <laughs> so don't, Shelly, don't yell at the, the radio right now. Um, so Padres opening day at Diamondbacks is their first game okay. on Thursday, April 7th at 6.40 Pacific. It's home? the D-backs home opener. Okay. Yep. Their first, the home opener now, now that the game's got canceled, will be on Thursday, f- April 14th, 5.10 start against the Atlanta Braves. So that's okay. a pretty good, it's a pretty good uh, starting matchup. Nice. Um, it, you know, the world championship, champion Braves. Um, and I'm trying to see what you, promotion you get, but I don't see it. It's just opening day. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure will be packed. Yeah, as always, it'll be good time. A five, t- I like the five ten start that too. That's a good. You're going to get some day baseball and some night baseball all in one. I don't know if I've been to many five ten games. I think I've been to afternoon and evenings. Yeah, five ten is kind of a special one. Six forty yeah. is going to be one that looks like is kind of the new go to instead of seven ten. Okay, a lot of six forties on there. Good, get school. out a little bit, not. 10 30 or 11 well probably right around there but not yeah like, i wonder why that i'm curious why that is because it's always been like seven ten starts yeah maybe it was a collective bargaining it probably chip. was it was probably collective or tv you know they they have a lot of pull and kind of you know when the games are and stuff mm-hmm. tv contracts yep get out there may 6th this i'm just looking at the different appreciation nights and everything may 6th is party in the park cocktail fest interesting yep May Stay 6th. tuned. We're going to tell you the best cocktail bars <laughs> here in North County. But if you want other cocktails, <laughs> do, I, I bet, no, I never actually have even been. I've just heard about the like the beer fest, the beer fest and stuff because I think they do that every every week. Yeah, every week. <laughs> just think, every game. I think it's every not every every game, game but every is week. beer fest. <laughs> every home game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk state. State in the in the tourney. They're in the dance. Yep. Projected last week by us from the article we read at a 10 seed. They got a... Uh, yeah, they did good. Nine seed? Eight, eight seed. seed. Eight Playing seed. a nine seed. Playing your nine seed. Playing. I know. I gave <laughs> Creighton a shout out last week, and uh, that's who they're playing. So <laughs> uh, one of the reasons... I, I forget why. I think we were in Vegas one time, and I just, we just wanted to get a bet on one of the games. I don't even think it was March Madness. I think it was just normal college basketball season. Mm-hmm. And Creighton was one of the last games that had not gone off yet. So threw some money on Creighton and then like became a huge Creighton fan that day. <laughs> and so ever since, I was a Creighton fan until now. So 
I'm, I'm going to have to jump ship. Jump ship. Sorry. Sorry, Crane. I know you guys have been counting <laughs> on my, my, my rooting interest for a long time. But um, yeah, this cool story. Uh, Aztecs headed to Texas to play Creighton with a winner likely to get Kansas in the second round. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. This story is uh, from the San Diego Union Tribune. Having it's It's a story about this game. It's pretty cool. Having two sons who play for college basketball teams expected to make the NCAA tournament with similar seeds, the concern was how to be in two places at once to see both play. Maybe they get lucky and their teams would be would both be sent to the same city. Then the bracket started filling out, filling out on Selection Sunday. Um, there was San Diego State with senior Adam Seiko as an eight seed headed to Fort Worth, Texas. And there was Creighton with freshman Arthur Kaluma as a number nine seed heading to Fort Worth. Wait, headed to Fort Worth to play in the Midwest Regional on Thursday at 4.27 p.m. on True TV against each other with the winner likely getting top seed at Kansas. Two brothers, one inconceivably wonderful coincidence. So two brothers are playing each other, um, one for each team. The same mom. uh, They both have the same mom, different dads. Uh, But yeah, they get to go. The, one of the brothers called the other, dude. They're like, "Hey, we're, we'll see. You, we'll see you in Fort Worth. <laughs> we're coming for you, man." It's pretty cool. Yeah, a little March Madness. So, this is uh, San Diego State's 14 waltz, waltz in the Big Dance as a Division One program, and the ninth in the last 13 years. Uh, it doesn't count 2020 when you remember that season when it uh, when they went oh, yeah. 30 and two and was projected out as number two seed before the tournament was canceled. Because yeah, the I remember that podcast well. Yeah, with Kyle Potter. Oh yeah, <laughs> right, right before everything. It was right then. That down. was like that week, right? It was two years ago, like this past this week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the Aztecs haven't won a game since 2015. They have only twice outside the Pacific time zone and never defeated a better seed. Mm. The last two trips result in losses. 65 or 67 to 65 in 2018 as an 11 seed against Houston and 78 to 62 last year as a six against Syracuse in Indianapolis. So got a big game coming up. Should be fun. Two brothers pitted against each other. That would be cool. Like trying to figure out like as the mom, where (laughs) do we go? Wait, what? They get to play each other. That is pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Um, interesting. Boise, that who won the Mountain West tournament, ended up being the same seed as the Aztecs. Yeah. They were an, either an eight uh, versus Memphis as the nine. So that's kind of an interesting matchup. I wonder how many Mountain West teams got in. Um, a couple. I'm only seeing those two right off the bat. Oh, no. Col- no, it's Colorado. No. I don't know. Colorado State one? Or no? Or is that pack? It's a good question. <laughs> I know they used to be, but haven't. Shelly, can you call us real quick and Kept tell us? Up with, uh, <laughs> this is like you said, you watch 12 games a, a season or whatever, <laughs> and they're all during March Madness. So, uh, although I am a SDSU alum and a um, fan. Yeah. I don't watch much basketball except for on Thursday at 427. Well, I know. But, uh, I might have been right. I don't know what their team, they, they, of course, what I'm clicking on to see. Um, yeah, Colorado State. Wow, oh, I'm actually, that was actually. The Rams. <laughs> um, but, and then the Lobos, uh, San Jose State, maybe? UNLV. I'm looking just at logos here, so it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so they got like six in there? 
Oh, uh, no, I'm just, that's just the oh, people. Oh, just Mountain that, West. Yeah, just okay. the Mountain West. Um, is Nevada in? Probably. I don't know. Potter, <laughs> call in. Call in our, our landline. But anyways, it should be fun. Always that first weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are awesome. I'm going to have to find a way to watch it because we don't have True TV or whatever it is, CBS. YouTube TV, man. Uh, That's what I got. <laughs> maybe you might need to share that with me. <laughs> That's uh, right. But, yeah, it'll be – I love those, the games. And it doesn't – like – I mean, it's obviously awesome to watch State, but just watching every game is fun. Fun. Yeah, because somehow it, they all – they're more interesting than you'd than you'd think in most cases. Like they just end up just always storylines, a, yeah, a lot of good storylines. Yeah, a lot of good storylines and a lot of some fun basketball. Mm-hmm. So, so tune in. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. And then tune in next week for our uh, our I guess results show. The results. If yeah. you're if you're in our bracket, we'll we'll tell you who's in. We'll give you guys in those an good spots: the first, second, third, and also. Dead last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here. oh, no, that's not it. All right. Yep. Next story coming up is your buddy. My buddy. Tom Brady is unretired. <laughs> but that's not the real story. We're gonna that we will talk about that, but what do you think? That sounds why did he unretire? Do you know? I didn't even I just saw headlines. Um, I think he got just bored. <laughs> <laughs> He's been retired for what, like two weeks? Yeah. I heard an interesting story yesterday. Uh, he's been, he was retired for 40 days on the, on the dot. Yeah. Uh, so less than two months. And he even in his, when he posted that he's unretiring said over the last two months, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, it hasn't been two months yet. <laughs> even, um, there have been two months, you know, parts of two months, months but, not full months. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I heard a rumor yesterday that uh, he's gotten some interest from his favorite team growing up, his hometown team, which is the Niners, who might have interest in getting him. But he can't. He's still with the um, Bucks. Like he couldn't just retire and then sign with a new team. Oh, yeah. The Bucks still have him somehow locked in, and so they'd have to trade for him or release him, and then. Um, let him sign somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but the Bucks or but the Niners uh, supposedly are in talks. I'm or sure maybe that did. was the plan to I'm, play one more season with the team that he grew up loving. I'm sure he could throw his weight around and I think make so. It I think that yeah. It just would have been it just seems like it would have been kind of smart to do it like all at once. Like yeah. I'm retiring because the Niners <laughs> need have, me or whatever. Or maybe he couldn't talk any yeah. contracts until yeah. he was unretired. Yeah. Could and be. then coming back and yeah. then start negotiating right now. And next week he's on the Niners. As far as I, I did see, and I did read part of an article about that and not about the Niners, but about um, before he announced he's unretiring, mm-hmm. uh, Tampa was getting a handful of some good sized bets in Vegas to oh. go to the suit or to win the Super Bowl again. Oh, so there was so- a, like some, some, some insiders potentially, uh, kind of knew that what was going to happen before it actually happened. So mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe everybody wants to go throw some money on the Niners because <laughs> you hear it, you, it for, to win the Super Bowl because you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. So 
Oh, very interesting. Back to NCAA real quick because I do okay. have your teams that are, are in the tourney. Go. From the Mountain West. You got Boise State, Colorado State, San Diego State, and Fresno State okay. are all in the tournament. Nice. Um, so, and I'll play on Thursday. I don't. So, um, yeah, Memphis versus Boise, Michigan versus Colorado State. Eesh. That's a tough first draw. And then Creighton versus San Diego State and Eastern Washington versus Fresno State. So, cool beans. Yules, your Michigan's going to play, so we'll, <laughs> we'll be watching that too. But, uh, so Tom Brady on this past Saturday also had a beer release. Nice. Do we have any more on sports? Uh, that might actually be NIT, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know. Is it weird that Michigan wouldn't be in the real tournament? Mm, not necessarily. I don't know. They're... Michigan State is always. I guess maybe that's what I'm confusing. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State usually, is always usually a pretty... has a good run there too. Yeah. So that was the NIT and the. NCAA? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Would they have it on the same day? I don't know. Okay, you can tell how great basketball fans I am. <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah. Include <laughs> include me in that one. But. <laughs> We'll have a full update for you guys next week. Look at go follow our bracket, and then you can see who's actually in there. <laughs> That'll be the first time I see it. So, <laughs> uh, so Tom Brady has a beer release. Getting into our craft corner, he teamed up with Samuel Adams, oh. and they just had their pre-sale last Saturday, March 11th. If you go to Sam Adams, it looks like it's still on sale, but it's called the Greatest of Ale Time, the or G O A T Goat, the Goat. So um, it's a double New England style, double IPA. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and there's some funny numbers that they kind of incorporated into the beer mm-hmm. to make you know for make it more 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 Tom Brady ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it'll be available for order on Saturday at noon. So it's already there. Go to Sam Adams' website, uh, beer celery, and the, the retirement announcement heard around the world. Um, so now I don't know if they're going to make another beer, but. It contains 7% alcohol by volume, a nod to Brady's seven Super Bowl championships. Uh, the brewery is only releasing 199 cases of the new beer in reference to Brady's famously low draft selection. <laughs> <laughs> Packages uh, will be available for $19.99 after the uh, quarterback's final year playing college football. Mm. Uh, the cans feature image of a goat in reference to Brady's nickname. Um yeah, so go over there. It's not even going to be available till March 28th, specifically 328. The score Brady overcame with New England Patriots to capture Super Bowl, what's LI, 51, over the Atlanta Falcons. Nice. Yep. I like it. It's described as a New England double IPA with flavors and aromas like peach and pineapple. 7% double IPA is kind of on the, it's like a light double IPA, but... I don't know. You gonna give it a try? Sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, one last thing on Brady too is th- that his the final touchdown ball mm-hmm. just sold oh, yeah. for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Yep. Hours before he came out of retirement, maybe he'll buy it back. He'll be like, "Sorry, dude, I, I owe you. Like, that's my bad." <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't know. He did not get the the memo. No, he should have uh, waited another day. <laughs> uh, so there will only be, you know, 30 more balls thrown after that, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, 
but it'll still be it's got to be somewhat momentous it was top his first retirement 40, like top 39 what other athletes have retired and then come back out pretty quick uh brett Favre is the one that i think about and so he probably quick. had a few uh memorabilia mm-hmm. and now that i think about it i bet his pre his first retirement memorabilia is not as valuable, valuable as the second retirement mm-hmm. memorabilia although to he where he went like came back to I think Packers fans would probably prefer the ball that he last threw yeah. with the Packers rather than their division rival, the Vikings. Yeah. I think that that ball is not worth it. When you much said that, to... I wasn't even know where you were going because I was like, where else did he play? And then I think to the, <laughs> that's the Vikings. No, I know, right? That is so weird. Uh, I, that's, that's the. Uh, I mean, if you were going to ask Packers fans, the one place you wouldn't want your. the best player, one of the best players ever in Packer history to yeah. go, I'd say that was probably one of the spots. Yeah. And then he also he came back and went to the Jets for a season, and then went to the Vikings for 2009, 2010. So ninety two to two thousand seven with the Packers. Ninety two to two. Okay, that was a good run. Yeah. Did you know he was with the Atlanta Falcons in ninety one? Nope, I <laughs> did not either. That's nope. pretty crazy. All kinds of news coming out today. I know his career highlight thing is nuts. Yeah. Oh, oh poor. Sorry, we're out in the. Uh, the wil- the wilderness. We're out in the shed. <laughs> Got a Porsche Cayenne starting up in the background. So if you guys hear that, for any of your car fans, oh, that's why I should have tested the car fans. What kind of car is that? <laughs> Andy would have known for sure. Oh, yeah. Andy, if you're listening, yep. you would have known. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. What was your beer of the week? So after listening to kids scream for um, a couple hours on Saturday, Chelsea and I looked at each other and said. Carlsbad Brewing Company, <laughs> and the boys weren't super excited about that. Next door, yeah. next door to to uh, Sky Zone, um, and I got a collaboration between Artifact, Spurgeon, and Tornado. Oh, that's why it's that's why I recognize it. It's called Ian is the New Black West Coast IPA. Okay. So Ian Black is the, was the brewer and owner of Tornado. Gotcha. And Tornado is now no longer a brewery. Uh, but it was a really tasty. So you should have saved that pint. Should have put it in a <laughs> sell uh, it for five hundred eighteen thousand. Yeah, <laughs> could have been in Ian Black's retirement. <laughs> um, he'll be back. He'll yeah. He'll he'll be doing something. I would yeah. imagine. Um, but obviously, didn't know that tornado story until after I had it. But mm-hmm. uh, it it was a tasty West Coast IPA from uh, at least two breweries we know that do very well at West Coast IPAs. Yeah, I don't not- think I've never had tornado before but yeah i think i don't know their distribution but um maybe just trying to even think like our little beer cave down the road i don't recognize it i'm trying to think if i've seen it there i have not yeah i don't think i don't think they can or anything i think it was pretty much just out of the the tasting room which can imagine that was hard to survive covid yeah since the breweries that really flourished were the ones that had cans Mm mm-hmm and some decided to can mm-hmm. during that time, yeah. yeah. Society, yep. being one. Yep. I just they also have. I didn't realize, but they have tall cans of society now too. You can get like a like a sixteen ouncer. No, the bigger ones, like those ones that are like that weird size crawler. No, somewhere in between, like a nineteen point two. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah, is that the ones you can get like of random beers in the yeah like singles? I know, yeah, I know Stone has one or two of those. Mm-hmm. I think they have like their stone IPA dream. and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. stone. Yeah, so it's not a 24. I think it's 19.2. That yeah. sounds familiar. That weird, it's kind of a little skinnier. Yeah, yeah. But tall. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, that's my beer of the week. Nice. Mine's, like I said, 
pretty standard. It is the Stone Delicious IPA. For your gluten-free needs? For all your gluten-free needs, yeah. <laughs> Low gluten, I think. Low gluten. Reduced gluten. Oh, yeah, reduced gluten. Yep, yep. So <laughs> uh, I had their their um, beer up on their website, but now I lost it. Oh, because I didn't <laughs> click on it. I like their I like those cans, though. Just the colors. And mm-hmm. the, it's kind of like I that. I like them more now that they're right side up again. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as confusing. Uh, but, yeah, they're, it's kind of like late 70s style with like the um just kind of four colors going across the top mm-hmm. nice and clean mm-hmm. i like it but yeah a standout ipa crafted to reduce gluten they created an ipa deserving of the name delicious intense flavor with was paramount and that is just what this bright citrus forward standout brings to the table crafted to reduce gluten the beer and its magnificent lemon candy-like flavor and hop spice can be enjoyed by nearly everyone. Um, it was, uh, I, I don't know if it's just because they have lemon drop hops in there. And I mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. is it more tastes more lemony mm-hmm. or if you could actually taste it, but um, I think it is, uh, lemon citrusy and hop spicy. Cool. I think they nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, That's good. It seems like they know their beer. <laughs> but yeah, Stone Delicious, always a go-to. Nice and simple. But I was cruising through Stone's website, and if you go to like their shop online, because you get all these beers delivered, they have so much swag and like pint glasses and stickers and <laughs> like handles and you know like for um, kegerators mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, scrolling through it's it's like <laughs> too much oh my gosh yeah it's even hard to find like their beer because mixed in within there they have the the beer sections they have like their ipa or their hoppy selection or their you know their pale ale there's nothing in their pale ale section but <laughs> you have so much stuff in there it was unbelievable <laughs> uh if we're done with our beer corner i got um, one more okay cool well it's just one more on stone to see if you have had any of these this is from the full pint and this from 2016 so it's a few years old but stones brewing stone brewings so some of the newer ones mm-hmm. are going to make it 20 best beers for 20 years that must have been their 20 year anniversary and one of them on mine made the list just because it was i'm bummed that they don't make it anyway um mm-hmm. anymore number one stone enjoy by ipa obviously always good number two stone 12th anniversary bitter chocolate oatmeal stout mm. Um, I don't think I've ever had any of their oatmeal stouts, but the next one, the Chocovesa Mocha Stout, has been a staple. Number four, Russian Imperial Stout. Number five, this one they built. It's in like a – I think we had a BTR one time. They have it in like these Magnum bottles, bottle, like yeah. huge bottles. It was um, it was uh, Dayman Coffee IPA. <laughs> and I think the one we had was a few years old, which you don't really want for IPA, but <laughs> – Number six, original ruination. Yep. Number seven. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, that's my favorite stone beer of all time is original ru- mm-hmm. ruination. So good. I don't know why it was the original because I think the other ruinations on here somewhere. Two point oh. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah, they do have ruination, or is that or whatever the IPA two point Well, I think all of them they have. Well, I don't know about all of them, but all the core or the core like few, updated. I think so. This was uh, one of my all-time favorites. And I'm bummed it's not here anymore. Stone smoked porter with vanilla bean. Mm. 
that smoked porter they used to have without the vanilla bean too. And then they added that at one point and it was like the smoke flavor in there. It wasn't too smoky, but it kind of had like a little bacony flavor in there. And then you throw some vanilla bean on top of that. Mm, So good. So good. Uh, Number eight, self-righteous black IPA. I was never a huge fan. I'm not a black IPA fan. I don't know if it's just kind of the, the, I don't know what makes it that dark, kind of rich color mm-hmm. maybe the malt i guess would mm-hmm. probably be it but it's more of a yeah it's just not that you don't get that hop ipa flavor mm-hmm. number nine stone 10th anniversary ipa 10 go to ipa mm-hmm. 11 saison du buff never had it <laughs> number 12 woot stout it's a thick imperial ipa i believe uh imperial stout sorry and i've had that a few times it's they still make it in the 22 bombers it's pretty um pretty hefty <laughs> number 13 stone's 15th anniversary escondidan black ipa number 14 double bastard number 15 their mint chocolate imperial stout with ken schmidt oh that's why okay he used to make that's name sound familiar he used to make um some sort of chocolate stout for iron fist hmm. so his face was always in the back of iron fist and uh, that was okay. like their one of their Pretty decent beers. Mm. This one sounds delicious. Another Ken Schmidt um, collab with Maui Brewing and Stone Kona Coffee Macadamia Coconut Porter. Wow. <laughs> wow, That's A couple flavors. Uh, number 17, Stone R&R Coconut IPA. I'm kind of on the fence about coconut IPAs, but nonetheless. Number 18, Stone IPA. Number 19, um, suitable for cave aging, aged in bourbon barrels. I don't know what that one is, but... <laughs> And number 20, Arrogant Bastard Ale. This is the most iconic craft beer that's started my craft beer journey. So Nice. Yeah. There's some, some bangers in there for sure. I like it. What was your favorite stone beer? You said Ruination. Ruination, I'd say, is I haven't had it in a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say anything over over Stone IPA, too. Yeah. I mean, that's probably... But Ruination is so good. Yeah. All right. What was your... We were going back. Oh, I just wanted to say that... Yeah. Since we're going back and forth and back and forth, Michigan is in the tournament. They are an 11 seed playing the six seeded Colorado State. Okay. So I knew I saw them in there, but then when I did a search again, all I could find was Michigan State, but they were on the same page. So Gotcha. <laughs> so Michigan is in, guys. Yep. I don't know how long they'll last. We figured it out. If you don't have Google, you yep. know where to come. It's funny, too. You look at when you're looking at your bracket, when you click on the matchups, it gives yeah. you the percent user picks percentage. Like what everybody, like what, through the bracket, through CBS? Sports. Yeah. Yep. What everybody's picking and stuff. And some of them, like even the seeded seeds that are a little bit lopsided, mm-hmm. like so like a six and 11, it's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty big stretch. Yeah. And um, I mean, Michigan was 17 and 14 this season and Colorado State was 25 and 5. The user picks has 54% Michigan, 46% Colorado State, which is just, I think, just name. More people know the they name. They know yeah. the name, yeah. yeah. So it's just funny seeing some of those where, I mean, that think about how many thousands, millions of people are doing brackets. Yeah. Um, and that's just that name thing. Because a lot of people, or logo or whatever. Yeah, if you're, I mean, that's partially how I pick most of this. Like if it's like a some some somewhat obscure team a higher mm-hmm. seed or a michigan mm-hmm. i mean colorado state is not too obscure but um let's say 
like a right like state, South Dakota state or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Even though they went to the Sweet Sixteen, I think a few years ago. But yeah, um, yeah, something it, like that. You're obviously going with a, the name brand. Yeah, like what's UAB? It's a uh, dragon of some sort. <laughs> Is their logo? But I don't even know. Who Auburn, they are. Birmingham, University, Alabama, Auburn. Birmingham, <laughs> something know. like that. <laughs> uh, couldn't tell you. Um, it's funny. <laughs> he'll give you the whole name. Uh, Al- the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Okay. The Blazers. Oh wow. What about Chattanooga? Ooh yeah, don't the know old them. Chattanooga. What's fan? their? Uh, they are the mocks. They're in. They're into in the tournament for the first time in the coach's tenure. So they're probably you know pretty hungry. I would the imagine. Chattanooga not uh, mocks. Hmm. Interesting. M O C S. No clue. <laughs> it's like a like a water moccasin or something like like a snake. Yeah, their logo is just a C, so I, I can't tell much with that. But loyal Chicago. Oh yeah, I got them going. A, you have them far. winning all the way. Yeah, and the old time. Hey, you haven't even looked at it yet. Elite eight. <laughs> all right, awesome. Before we go, yep, we promised you the hottest cocktail bars in San Diego. Yes, this comes from Eater San Diego. If you guys ever go there, they have a ton. They have they have the pretty good pulse on the food scene here kind of everywhere but eater san diego is obviously ours and this is just our north county spots there's four or no it's five that made the list all the other ones are like downtown la jolla nobody nobody here is going there come on guys <laughs> let's be real uh number one this looked like i brought it i brought the place up and it's over on 406 peer view way it's called frankie's hmm. it looks like specifically a cocktail bar. They didn't, their mm. menu was all cocktails. They oh, didn't wow. have food. It says, just up the street from the Oceanside Pier offers the slow warmth of classic cocktails. At the front wall opens towards the street into a small patio with outdoor tables. Warm up with cocktails like the Kiroak Alley, a blend of bourbon, fig, cardamom, and sage. Mm. I don't know about that specific drink, but I do like a good cocktail. <laughs> Number two on the list, in no specific order. Uh, Matsu. So there, it's a four-course Japanese menu at Oceanside's Matsu. Is the star, but save space on your table for the excellent cocktails. And this place looks kind of cool, too, if you go through their um, menu. Like four-course Japanese-style food. So mm-hmm. the chill with the kakuhi, a shimmering blend of icy <laughs> Japanese whiskey, sparkling water, and lemon oil. Or try the kitsunu made with... Etsu gin, citrusy yazu, and a hint of shizo leaf. Mm. So something funky. The plot over in Oceanside. Oceanside's got some spots, dude. The plot, front of house manager Marissa Johnson has created a new craft cocktail menu that celebrates all things botanical. The menu includes cocktails like the Neon Prayers mm. and Lilit Blanc, or with Lilit Blanc, basil, lemon, sweet vermouth, and a, the string of hearts with Lilit Rose, card, Cardamaro, mm-hmm. handcrafted pink peppercorn syrup, and some other uh, aqu- aquafaba <laughs> and lemon. So some stuff I don't even know. Uh, yeah, um, a lot of stuff I don't even know. But I did look up the plot, and their their spot looks cool. It's like a they have like a garden out the back, and they try to make as much of their. It's a veg uh, vegan place, so mm-hmm. they try to make as much of the food there as they can, and they oh, cool. they make a pretty good percentage of it, like at the, you know, or grow it at the spot. So it's pretty cool. Um, now we're into Carlsbad, Jeanette Jolet. Um, follow your heart. Didn't we just Jeanette talk about Jolet. that? Yeah. 
and sweeten your day or night with the new fruits de la passion. An icy blend of tequila and mezcal with passion fruit, coconut cream, ginger, and lime. Was that one of the most romantic restaurants? I think it was. I think you're right. 2659 State Street, Suite 102, over in Carlsbad, 92008. Coming down to Encinitas Vega Restaurant and Bar. Mm. The new spot over in uh, what's that hotel called? I can't even pronounce. I, I've Al- seen Alila. Al- yeah, yeah. Seen but this place looks post, Yeah, I've seen a lot of people post from that restaurant. Yeah, it looks. It's overlooking uh, Ponto, the ocean, the lagoon. It looks pretty sweet. But go get a cocktail. But they also have pretty good food, from what I hear. And number six, one three one West D Street. Urban Sea over in Encinitas. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, hip little little spot. They got um, enjoy the new Carajillo featuring Ironsmith coffee, espresso, liqueur 43, Mediterranean citrus, and botanical liqueur as a before or after dinner treat. And then the next ones are in La Jolla. So we're not going there, guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very cool. Nice. Yes, sir. All right. What else we got? I don't think anything. I think we're good. We are good. We got a fun week of brackets. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, hit us up. Hello at North County CA for any questions. Or if you want us to just email you the the link. I have one request already for the email me the link for the brackets. And um, or follow us on Instagram. I am at I am Chris Erickson. You got Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis R E over on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us a review. And subscribe on whatever app you're listening to. We'll catch you guys all next week with some updates. Much madness. Adios.